Yes, this is Spice Radio 1200 AM. You're tuned into the Morning Buzz and you're with me, Natasha. With us today is a very young, and I when I say very young, she's all of 23. We have a very young filmmaker, Andrea Nirmala Vijajanto. She is the uh, co-founder uh, of Pigeon Productions, as well as a writer, director, filmmaker. A warm welcome to you, Andrea, and a very good morning. Morning. Thanks for having me, Natasha. Oh, it's my absolute pleasure because I love short films and the Vancouver Short Film Festival is going to begin very, very soon. Well, and your film yes. is actually creating quite a lot of rave reviews because you have done this before. You've done this uh, film festival circuit uh, right from the Toronto Film Festival and now at the Vancouver Short Film Festival. So, but before that, I want to ask you one question, Andrea. Why did you ditch Vancouver and move to Toronto? Pray tell me. <laughs> um, it's nothing personal. I'm just a city person. Like I grew up in Jakarta um, in Indonesia, so it's a really big metropolitan and I think I just really miss the city like I think Vancouver is a bit too quiet for me unfortunately so <laughs> yeah no yeah. fun Vancouver eh? <laughs> yeah so yeah I moved for the city and yeah yeah, and, and I, 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 your film, I remember when it did come out in 2021, and I wanted to connect with you on that one, and it didn't happen. Shrikandi, okay? Uh, that yeah. made the world premiere at the Toronto International Film Festival. So tell us a little bit about that. Um, yeah, that's like my first film that I made. Um, but we did it for a competition, actually, for VAF, like for Vancouver Asian Film Festival, because um, they had a, a movie-making like a mighty Asian movie making marathon, um, and we made that film for that competition. Um, and yeah, it was made over the pandemic. Um, we literally had like nine people on set, maybe less, um, and we shot it over two days. And yeah, um, didn't expect it to go to TIFF at all. <laughs> that was a nice surprise, really. But um, yeah, that was like my first step into like genre filmmaking because now I'm kind of experimenting like between fantasy and horror and sci-fi so yeah oh that's completely my zone okay andrea now you were also the youngest indonesian filmmaker to complete to compete in that festival at that time yeah yeah that's true yeah are you still holding on to that record right now yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess so, yeah. Wonderful. Now, you know, you, Andrew, you come in with the story of being an immigrant coming in probably when you were a little old. How, how old were you when you moved to Canada? Um, I moved when I was 18. Wow. As I see your films, whether it's Srikandi or even Shalits and Garlic, I see that they are woven with threads of tradition and culture. So is that like yeah. a deliberate move when you're showcasing your story? I think it's definitely something that's very important to me. Um, when I first moved here, I then started making those types of films. Like in film school, I wrote English language films because I just wanted to fit in or I wanted to be what fits the mold here. But then I realized the whole reason why I got into filmmaking was for me to express my own voice and my own story. And a lot of it is involved and intertwined in my culture and in my tradition. So... Yeah, I found a pull to do stories from back home, maybe a little bit because I'm homesick too, So, but it kind of works out. Oh, how nice. Now, you also did a documentary called Brown Enough. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so it's a documentary that we did for Tell Us Originals, and I co-directed it with a Filipino filmmaker called Kento Guinness, and 
it's a documentary that asks the questions um, that is beauty, if beauty is in the eye of the colonizer, because it examines the post-colonial effects specifically in the Southeast Asian region. Um, and it looks from it from a beauty, like a beauty standard lens. So we had four subjects, um, and mine included. Um, that was against my own will, but we had <laughs> trouble finding another Indonesian. So it was through like me, an Indonesian filmmaker, and we also had a Malay and Singaporean actor. We also had a Vietnamese actor, and we also had Paolo, which is a Filipino artist. He's a musician. That's wonderful. Now, I always ask our brown filmmakers, you know, that how important it is for you to tell our stories on a global platform like this, especially when you intersperse it with so much of culture, so much of our traditions, whether it's the costumes, like even if you're talking about shallots and garlic, I love how your food is representational about, you know, Indonesian culture. So how important it is for us to tell our stories, Andrea? Yeah, I think, like, for the longest time, like, the industry has been dominated by white and male <laughs> creators, and I think that's the only stories that we've been seeing out there. But it really is, like, about representation because it's just a matter of, like, what you see is possible. It's, like, believing what you can... If you can see someone else on screen that looks like you um, or can do things that are imaginable, it creates the power to let people to dream and inspire other people. So, yeah, I think it's nice to just have a variety in the stories we tell, too. I think it's an exciting time because um, we get to learn about different perspectives and also learn from other filmmakers, too. Like, what I like about cinema is I think, like, you just see different parts of the world um, and get to learn with different sides of the world, too. And, yeah, you find yourself in that process so yeah that's my take on it wonderful now Andrea let's focus on shallots and garlic the story of Noor and Karina and I can see as a 23 year old you have portrayed you know the body image issues in such a beautiful way I have two daughters and I could see what was going on on screen in that uh, eight or ten minute uh, film that you 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 did uh, share with me and I was like oh my god this is exactly how you know the the teenagers of today or the generation of today think right so tell us a little bit about this body horror drama very interesting very interesting concept well it's it's I'm glad that it's realistic um, and truthfully portrayed. It's based on me and my own sister. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it definitely draws on a lot of personal experiences. Like, I started, I got the idea because I got hive in the middle of November 2021, but I didn't know what, what caused it because I don't have any history of being allergic to anything, and I also didn't change anything like detergent or, like, or stuff like that so it, it's not a reaction to anything um yeah it was basically it started off as a joke that maybe i was allergic to my family and that kind <laughs> of um that kind of where the whole metaphor started and being a body horror seemed like a very natural transition because i think when female female right horror it really just stems from trauma like they because i don't know being female is really horrific in this time and age, or maybe in any time of age. I think being a female definitely has a lot of um, 
like scary parts to it, and I think that's what we put on screen. So, yeah, that's a little bit about the film. Oh my God, I could draw so many parallels with that story that you were telling of Noor and Karina, whether it was the body image issues, whether it was a mental health issue, with our, you know, even considering our relationship with food. or how the elders in say the south asian culture talk about you know whether how fat we've become or how whether we've lost weight or how whether we need to eat more or eat less things like yeah. that and and that is like every family dinner you know what happens at every christmas or whichever festival we're celebrating right Yeah. <laughs> well, Andrea, before I let you go, tell us where can people watch your film Charlotte's and Garlic and we're super excited about this one. Yeah, um Charlotte's and Garlic is still in festivals right now, so we're still doing our run um in July. I think in June it's playing in Bali at the end of the month and then it's playing in Italy um at the end of July. um and then it's playing in Chattanooga film festival um virtually in mid june but i think that's restricted to the us it's not very easy to find unfortunately but yeah we're still in our festival run so we're just hopping so- from place to place I I am the lucky one who got a sneak peek. Thank you so much Andrea for you know sharing that with me and I wish you all the very best. You've got miles to go and of course lots to achieve. So I wish you all the very best for all your future endeavors. Thank you so much Natasha and thank you so much for having me on your show. It was an really absolute well. pleasure. Thank you.